Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back. I had just taken a bite of cookie. I'm Elaine. <laughs> I'm Carly. I'm not eating cookies. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. This week, on the uh, podcast. It's Carly's pick. Hey, it's Victoria and Abdul from She's just, 2017. Hey. <laughs> like, you didn't know we were going to say something. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> hmm. So this movie is based on a book by Shrabani Basu. I'm probably saying that wrong, but forgive me. <laughs> we have a screenplay written by Lee Hall, who also wrote the screenplays for Billy Elliot and Cats, that yeah. we were talking about last week. The, new, the movie Cats that just came out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't give me very much hope. <laughs> yeah, that movie bombed hard. People seem to like Billy Elliot. I've never seen it. I have no desire, but people seem to it. like it. I've seen it. No one seemed to like Cats. Oh, mini review? You said you've seen it. Oh, it's been a long time. I don't remember like thinking it was terrible or wonderful. I can't but then why even bring I saw it, it when it was new, it. but I have seen it. Yeah. All right. Very disappointing. Sorry. I didn't watch that in preparation for this episode. <laughs> we have a welcome back to the podcast director, mm-hmm. Stephen Frears. Did he do the mm-hmm. banana peel? And no, he did it? high fidelity. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have saw that coming. <laughs> and Judy Dench, is she a welcome back to the podcast? She is not. Really? No, I looked. Oh, yeah. Maybe she will be when someone finally does Quantum of Solace. Tony was like, well, just wait till my birthday when we. <laughs> Quantum of Solace qualifies uh, on a regular we'll, day. Yeah. We welcome M from the Bond movies, whichever John, one. John was looking at Bond movies the other day. He's like, I could do so many Bond movies. Yeah, almost all the Pierce Brosnans qualify, hmm. which are so good. Well, maybe some. Because I was like going through and I was like, die another day. Wow, that's only like 45%. I can do that on the podcast. And you go through and the only one that doesn't qualify is Goldeneye. Which is not the best one. Yeah. Goldeneye was like 76%. Everything else is under 60. I mean, Goldeneye was good, but it's not the best one. I like Goldeneye. Which one do you think is the best? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan? I like Die Another Day a lot. Is that the Holly Berry one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the opening of that. It's pretty good. I gotta, I gotta go with The World Is Not Enough. Really? Yeah. But it doesn't have an ice palace. It Die does. Another Day has an ice palace. I'll and fencing. Gold. I'll go with Golden Do you know what they all have? Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this movie. <laughs> you know what else has Judy Dench? Skyfall. Yes. We also have Ali Fazal. Who was in Furious 7? Hmm, interesting. The guy who plays Abdul? <laughs> I haven't seen that, so no, I... I'm sure he's a hacker or uh, <laughs> export of some kind. Superman. Yeah. Uh, Sir Henry was played by Tim Piggott Smith, who I know from North and South. He plays Mr. Hale. I don't know which one is Sir Henry. That is the man who's like telling her her schedule every day. Okay. Who, who has the head of her household? Her yes. Um, I know that's I can only keep track of him because I knew who he was from something else. <laughs> we have Eddie Izzard. Yep, Birdie. Yep. 
Um, John's like, who is that? The boy's trying to show familiar. I'm like, who is that guy? <laughs> and finally I had to tell him, and he just seemed so shocked. And I was like, oh, yeah, him. Okay. You know what yes. Eddie Izzard needs? A really good eye cream. Because the bags under his eyes, <laughs> I could carry enough luggage to get to Pittsburgh. Looks I'm like, just saying. Oh. Looks like Hugh Hefner's ball Although, yeah, I does. did look up a picture of... Birdie mm-hmm. and Queen Victoria, uh, but he—they made him look really a lot like. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those are not his actual eye bags, but it's real bad. Marathon. Judy Dench not like Queen Victoria. Marathon. No, yeah. she doesn't. But she did a good job playing her. Um, we have Adil Akhtar, who is Muhammad. Mm-hmm. He—we've uh, seen him in The Big Sick. We did. Although I don't, Tony and I have seen mm-hmm. that. I've never seen um, that movie, so I have. <laughs> Did we do that? <laughs> The Prime Minister is played by Michael Gamden. Gandalf. Gandalf. Tony, Tony didn't know that. No, Tony goes, is that Dumbledore? Yes. Dumbledore. Or no. Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbledore. I was like, is he Gandalf? And I did not know it. Well, 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 like, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> Which is really funny because me and John both went Gandalf. Gandalf. No, but I was confused. But I pointed it out to him. I said, ooh, that's Dumbledore. When no, we I think you might have said Gandalf. No, I know I said Dumbledore. I was like, yeah, Gandalf. Oh, man. Wow. We're... Look at us getting our nerd stuff confused. <laughs> We're like an internet meme. Someone's going to take away my Infinity Stone D&D dice because oh, I'm crap. no longer nerdy uh, enough for them. Nah, I'll let you keep Turn them in. <laughs> the only other person I'm going to mention is Olivia Williams, who's a welcome back to the podcast. She played the ex-wife in Man Up. And who was she in this? She was Lady Churchill, the dark haired oh, woman. Oh, of the that's household. right. <laughs> no, I know which one Ooh. is Lady Churchill. <laughs> But that's right. She used to actually wipe a man up. Yep. So we have a budget estimated at around $21 million. The U.S. gross is $22 million. The worldwide gross is $65 million. So made money. Good for them. And we are looking Not at... Not a lot, but some. 6.8 on IMDb and a 58% Metacritic score. Does that have a Rotten Tomatoes score? It did. I wrote 66 here. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up, though. It did not pop up. I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes and look that. it up. I always go to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> mm. I, I wish Rotten Tomatoes had an app. Like I, I never go to Rotten Tomatoes. I do not understand why Rotten Tomatoes does not have an app. I don't know. because what? Why are they sleeping Why is Rotten app? Tomatoes so important? <laughs> it's not, well, for the metrics of our podcast. I never look at it for movies I'm watching. No. no. Like, I've Even, never been, I've never been I'm, like, honey, do you want to go see Knives Out? Let's check the Rotten Tomatoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> even when I, like, go for reviews, I don't go on Rotten Tomatoes because I don't... No. No, yeah. no, I just check to see what the thermometer is. And then I have, I like, two on. or three reviewers I follow. That I've been following for years. And that's all I'm I usually go through IMDb first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I, re- I have reviews. Oh, yeah, speaking of. Says Damlin Levy says it fails to recognize and in some instances encourages the much more insipid coded racism in the film a lot of people thought it uh the i don't know there was a lot of racism and like glorifying of colonialism in this movie most of the bad reviews had something to do with that (laughs) would you say it's colonialism it's really uh, no it was well it was colonialism that's not that's it's an empire but i would say it's I would say it's not glorifying it, but it's showing what they actually thought. It's not... Yes, there's some racist stuff in there because they're fucking racist. <laughs> and yes, there's some colonialism. This is a movie in, that takes place in the 1800s. 
Yeah, like when the well, household staff racist. is like, he's a like you're gonna knight a brown person. Yeah, that's how they really felt. Yes, and so you should. It worked both it. ways because he kept the Muhammad kept calling them barbarians. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. racism goes both that's, ways. Yeah, I no no, but I'm saying that that shouldn't be a criticism of the film that there's racist tones in the movie because <laughs> they're showing a time period where shit was racist <laughs> and they should depict that because when you pretend that it wasn't racist. Your oh, worst. man, people get pissed off. But it's worse. <laughs> like, that's just how, what the time frame was. And that's what they fucking thought. You know what? That's why we all need a moon chain. People like to uh, pat themselves on the back by pointing out racism. There's but we all know that there's... Yeah. I'm sorry. Did anybody know that, did not know that calling someone a brown person, like, <laughs> shit was racist? All right, well, let's also cover it. Slavery's bad. Oh, all crap. Right. Just put it out there. You didn't pat yourself you on the sure. back after that. Yeah, in case, just put it out there. In case on you the weren't sure. On the other hand, Matthew Lucas says... Oversimplification of geopolitical issues aside, Victorian Abdul is a light, charming entertainment or entertainment piece that features yet another stunning performance by Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is my background stuff. There ain't nothing like a dame. I got seventy-five spots with a little bit of notes on everyone. John goes, John says, how tall is Judy Dench? I looked it up. 5'1". Because oh. at one point... And the gentleman that's playing um, Abdul is 5'11". So he's not quite as tall as he seems mm. compared to Judy Dench, six. but she's 5'1". The same height as my mother. Actually, my mother's shorter than that. I one. don't know if Judy... I don't know how tall Queen Victoria was. But and I don't know if she wore like lifts or anything to make her Queen Victoria's height. But it is interesting that Judy Dench is only five one. Well, because they're walking she together. She seems like, to have presence. She's standing in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> the royal moat. <laughs> yeah, she. He uh, had to go down really far to kiss her feet. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, you the floor. Also, when they do that, why are these guards sleeping on this motherfucker? Everybody's like, oh. Dude, get get your ass over there. <laughs> They're all just standing there like, hmm, that's interesting. You get, your, get your ass over there, man. It's the fucking queen, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Know, you just let him bow down. You let him crawl under yeah. the table as if he dropped Like, the you cord. would think they would just shoot him on sight for yeah. that. What'd you do? He was making a move. Even, <laughs> even, what's his name? Beauregard? I don't know what the fuck his name was. The old guy standing next to her, like, went down after him for a second. And the guards just standing there like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, maybe we crump, ceremon- later. Hey, they're ceremonial. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, evidently, they're not racist because if they were really racist, they'd have shot him right yeah. on sight. Well, that might be true. <laughs> Just point it out. Mm-hmm. All right. What'd you think going in, John? I said, what? <laughs> Who? He said, bitch. And then I said, Who? <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, bitch. And then I said, bitch. All right, Tony. <laughs> I was like, well, I remember this movie. I made Carly watch it. Oh, this is your fault. Yes. Oh. <laughs> my my reign continues. <laughs> Jack right, Frost Elaine. 2. Like, I'll watch this again. Jack Frost 2, Slither, now this. Thanks, Tony. I thought, well, this could be real boring. <laughs> Can't be worse but it's got Jack Judy Dench, so maybe it'll be good. <laughs> I want to change mine. And my answer is always going to be, can't be worse than Jack Frost 2. <laughs> That's we true. got good ones coming from now on. After I don't know. After, after your guys' criticism, don't take that as a challenge. Oh no, it's it's gone now. We're gonna have some terror. When coming. I was trying to figure out, not what bad terror, like real scary. You movies. do realize there are more action movies that are terrible. I'm not going oh, terrible. No, 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 terrifying, really going scary, scary movies, legit oh. scary. Oh, you gonna do Hellraiser? No, no, these are like um, ones I've been looking up. I 
It's not, you're not going to make me watch The Babadook, are you? Because I heard that's terrifying. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I heard the ending and it upset me. Because I was like, ugh. Oh. You know, Elena doesn't like really scary movies, right? I'll suffer through. <laughs> I'd rather have... She doesn't a, like a silly... Look, I would rather... Slump movies. <laughs> I would rather watch a movie that legit terrifies me than watch that fucking slug movie ever again. <laughs> I don't want it. Well, I would rather watch Fire in the Sky, and that movie is terrifying. I won't be able to sleep for a week when after Dude, Tony picks The syrup up. part? That's the scariest part to me. All right, anyway. Oh. Let's talk about um, uh, Kate Leopold. Oh, well, we may do that in the future. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. I've mentioned I almost it did it this year at Christmas. A few times. Yeah. All right. Instead of doing a movie she liked for Christmas, she just picked one she'd never seen. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pointing it's it. It's not officially a Christmas uh-huh. movie. That's why. So, Does it take place during Christmas time? I'm not sure. I haven't watched it in a long time. Anyway. It's time to revisit. it. So, the like movie Cobra. opens <laughs> by telling us that it's based on actual events. Kinda. Mostly. <laughs> like, as in, there were people who had names. Yeah. Well, because if it's based on the book, which is based on what? His journals that they yeah. found? Who knows how much of that's true? Mm-hmm. 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 Especially since Birdie seems to have destroyed all trace of him. Yeah. Fuck you, Birdie. I did read some stuff King. that they still had correspondence between the royal household and people in India about him. Mm-hmm. So there was still some stuff. There's Just still none evidence. of the stuff between the two of them yeah. survived. They're not denying it like, like the moon landing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we are in Agra. People deny the moon landing. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> are they named most deaf? <laughs> it's 1887. Britain has formally ruled India for 29 years. We see a man pray on a rooftop and then rush through the streets to go to work. He works at the jail, and there's a bunch of English officers there. And uh, he keeps the records. So he gets all the names of all the prisoners and writes down what they did. I like how they have the right stuff down. They take that little thing and write it mm-hmm. so it dries. Mm-hmm. The blotter. It's Thank called you, the blotter. blotter. <laughs> yes, the word was escaping me. Thank you. I, you're welcome. He gets called into the governor's office because he recommended some rugs to be sent to an exhibition. And it went so well, the queen is to be presented with a mohor, which is a ceremonial Mohair. coin. and Which was sadly disappointing on all counts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could talk about it later, but spoiler alert. You would think that it would be like... The size, like a giant coin. No, no, it looked like the size of a quarter. <laughs> like his penis with coins. It was definitely like a mohore. Maybe mm-hmm. less whore. Mm-hmm. At first, I kept want saying mo-mo. Mo- At first, I thought they were trying to order another rug, and it was made of mohair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like mo like, and curly, just mo's hair. Oh, no, mohair is. That would be a cool rug to have, though. Mo-hair is that a mohair? Mohair is yarn made out of rabbit's fur. And I kept thinking maybe like they were better. getting a mohair rug or something. Why would you want that? My rug also has two really fingers just out of nowhere. Hit you in the eye. Well, but it would be so soft. And she's the queen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so someone has to present it to her, and they want a tall fellow to do so. So he's, Why? He's tall. She's 5'1". It's all appearances. <laughs> because aesthetically they find tall people more pleasing, I guess. I'm just going to point this out now. I think royalty's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this the only time you're going to bring it up? Or yeah. is this the first time? Like the whole idea of royalty is fucking stupid. Unless I mean, someone in your family mm-hmm. a really long time ago was good at fighting. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's all it means. Are you sad because you're actually good at fighting and if you were living alive back then, then you could be royal? Is that why it bothers you so much? <laughs> but if you're royal, would you call you Queen Bee? 
And let me all rule. <laughs> let me live that uh, fantasy. So he's like, cool. I'll I'll gladly do that. When is she going to arrive? And the dude's like, no, no, no. She doesn't come here. You're going to England. Well, she should. She's the Empress of <laughs> he India. He still seems very excited about it. He's a very easygoing guy. Yep. He's so. very excited about it because some people really buy into this royalty fucking farce. I don't know. He, he does seem very happy to go. Yeah. I mean... This may be his only chance to ever go somewhere new. <laughs> yeah, he and may never free. get out. Of, like, <laughs> he may yeah. never get out of Agrabah. I'm oh, sorry, that was Aladdin. So that's a completely different country, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least a made, it's a made-up land, so maybe you should only refer to actual places in India, like Delhi. Yeah. Right. So they changed New Delhi now. He is introduced to Major Big, <laughs> who is the man who will oversee his journey, and to Mr. Muhammad, who will also be presenting the Mohor. Does Muhammad have another name, or they just keep calling him Muhammad? Uh, his first name is Muhammad. Yeah, his I got that, but last I... Last name is like Basque or something. At some okay, point, so they call him Mr. Basque, I think. Because they kept, at the end, they're like, well, it was a little kid, like, Mr. Muhammad... Spoilers. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, Mohammed is not tall. No. And they asked what happened to the tall one. There was an incident with an elephant. Did an Which, elephant murder somebody? <laughs> elephants don't murder. Elephants, elephant. <laughs> and if, um, you, if actually, you're sitting around and an elephant forget. steps on you. They've Whoa. done studies and they have shown that elephants think that people are really cute the way we think puppies are cute. So maybe well, elephants... How would they fucking know that? Did the elephant tell them that? No. They're guessing. They've done studies... And they're that guessing. ...that show that elephants find people cute. I don't know how to explain this to you, but... So maybe it studies, was elephant murder. People are guessing. Maybe Cats. that was one puppy too many... You know what? Some murder, <laughs> and that elephant drowned it in a sack. You oh, no. Put it on a, on, on a baby boat and moved it on. But I don't oh. know how to tell you. Because people have done some studies, and they came across the information that the Earth is flat. Are you thinking that there are... Different levels of intelligent am- animals on this animals yes, on this planet. Us than dolphins. Yes, but <laughs> dolphins aren't the only ones that show high level intelligence. It's possible that they have done studies and have shown that elephants are intelligent enough. Jack to- Terriers are the smartest of all dogs. That's fantastic, but they well, have done studies. How do you know that? Did, that did they do some studies? They did some studies. Okay, moving on. Moving they asked on. the elephants what they thought. <laughs> there they was told an the incident. The tall fellow can no longer go. We do not ever find I out what happened dead. to him. I think he's dead. Do you think he fell off an elephant, or do you think he was stepped on? Let's I think take he was a stepped on. I thought he fell off. I but. thought he was stepped on. Oh. We've been charged. Officer Sapir. Oh. Uh, no, I, think, I do like some No, I think he's dead. Yeah, see, I assumed he was stepped on. <clears throat> Me too. But Carly assumes he fell off. They're stepped. <laughs> I'm the one with charged. <laughs> charged. Tony's going oh, to charge. Stampede, actually. So three out of four are saying he died. Oh, <laughs> mad right. elephant. Like and wait a minute. Did he die when he fell off the elephant? Because elephants are big. And depending on how you land, <laughs> you fall off an elephant, you're going to die. No, but if he broke both legs, he definitely couldn't present a mohor. A mohor. That's pure, true. A mohor. A mohor. A mohor. A mohor. We need mohor. No. Terrible. My spell check did not underline it a single time. It clearly knows the word, but I do not. <laughs> I'm sorry if you know how to properly pronounce this word and we're butchering it. And please tell us how to pronounce it. So we cut to the palace. The queen is being awakened. And then we're back on the boat. Yeah, man, they like had to lift her out of bed. And no, thank you. Nope. And wipe the royal ass. Uh, 
So on the boat, Major Big tries to teach Abdul and Muhammad about life in the palace. Who's in charge, who's next, and so on and so on and so on. And he also learns that they will likely both present the mohor on a cushion. And they're like, do we both get a cushion? <laughs> Is like, there one large There's cushion? probably one cushion that you will both carry. And they're like, okay. And then he says, the most important things you have to know are you never look at her. You don't make eye contact. You don't make eye contact. And you have to be able to stand still and walk backwards. And don't feed her after meal night. <laughs> Mill night? What time is that? It's right after, it's 11.56. Okay. <laughs> it's always after mill night. Central somewhere. Standard Time, that is. Yeah. And we cut back and we see a whole troop of people getting the queen up and ready for the day. And then we're back on the boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> That's how Abdul feels. Muhammad just wants to go home. He's <laughs> He's he like, was just standing there, and like, you're going to present this to the queen. He's like, what? What? <laughs> Can I go home with you? I can't go home. Could I tell him? Nope. Uh, All right, I'm on the boat. Got it. Because yeah. that's how it appears is there, like, uh, the munchie here was just at work one day, and they were like, you're going to see the queen. Great. Like, now. And he just went on the boat. Yeah. Didn't, didn't tell his wife. I'm sure he told his wife. But yeah, they don't give us any time frame. It seems like it's like instantaneous. Not even like the next day. It's like you know. A lot of stuff in this movie seems rather instantaneous. Yeah. It's like and what are we doing that look, now? The, yeah. It takes place over a fourteen-year time span. Uh-huh. 14? <laughs> fourteen. Fourteen yeah. years from when he arrives in India to when she. Well, goes that's home. why she was so concerned they weren't having babies. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about this. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. <laughs> by the time he sent for his wife, it had been five. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Where you have I a wife, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't figure out why she was so concerned they hadn't had babies yet. And I'm like, man, it's only been like two years. That's because someone... 14. 14. Total. 14. But that was closer to the end, I think, when she was concerned about that. All right, well. So, anywho, anywho. Um, like you said, Muhammad is like, why the fuck are we traveling so far to present a medal to the oppressor of the entire continent that we live on? And uh, Abdul thinks it's a big honor. Muhammad is is like they're barbarians. They eat pig's blood and sheep brains. And he's like, no, they don't. He's like, yeah, they do. They're barbaric. So, See, that's uh, what's called racism. Okay. So they arrive and they go to the tailor, so we can have their authentic uniforms. And I love this. He's like, yeah, we don't wear these. And they're like, yeah, well, we, we've changed it to make it more authentic. <laughs> what? We based it off some drawings in a museum, but then we changed it because they didn't look authentic enough. And they're like, It's more um... of an American thing. <laughs> Guess we learned from them. Huh? That's when you look at it and go, wait, what? <laughs> That's colonialism at work. Ugh. Well, like, you know like what? crunchy tacos. Well, you know what? Hollywood does it all the time. Hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the queen gets a rundown of her day. And the two gentlemen are brought into Windsor and shown what they will do this evening at dinner, which seems like it's very soon. Uh- <laughs> and they came from India, mm-hmm. yeah, all the way to jolly old England to mm-hmm. give her a coin mm-hmm. during lunch. Dinner. It's dinner. And you Let's be wonder- honest here. This is an elderly woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like a late night supper. <laughs> this is probably like, well, actually, <laughs> actually, her day probably doesn't start until eleven a.m. or noon. <laughs> like they didn't rot. Like the nobility did not really get out of bed before noon, anyways. So it could be at like nine p.m. at night because they generally didn't even eat until midnight. The light was out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it was light out. Yeah. So she was probably getting well. 
<laughs> but if it's summer, when was the Jubilee? What month? <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're going to split the different states about 730. Okay, I'm just saying. Oh. We'll, we'll agree around 730. I'm just, oh. I'm just, I'm sorry I don't mean to put facts in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll don't, try to avoid that. Look, I try not to sprinkle we in went, facts. We went all through this movie without putting any kind of truth in it. Don't start now. All right, <laughs> try not to enter any facts into the record. All right, so they're going to enter from a specific door, proceed in a specific way to a specific spot, present the tray. There's only one tray, but it does appear to have a cushion on it. <laughs> and Muhammad doesn't even get... He, <laughs> he's like, what, a tray? He's like, do, do I get a second one? They're like, no, there's only one tray. Well, like, what, what do I, I do? To do? Improvise. <laughs> like, all right, I'm just going to go home. And then they will bow and then walk backwards all the fucking way back. <laughs> Until they're met by Mr. Big, who will show them where to stand against the wall for the remainder of the meal. Again, royalty sucks. Luckily, they don't have to come out until the pinafores? Pedophores. Pedophores. It's petty, like a whole stupid grudge. So the only thing left after that is the coffees. Do I like petty officers? Yeah. Course. I'm like, what is it called? So they're pretty much done. They don't have to stand for too, too long. Those footmen have been saying the whole time. But anyway, um, Judy Dench, or Dame excuse me, Judy Dench. the queen, really, do you think she was eating that fast on purpose to fuck with people? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. She was really <laughs> shoveling that stuff in. And when it came to the meat course, like there was, I don't know, was it a pork chop? <laughs> but she was eating it with her hands. Yeah. And it's like, you, you are fucking with them. Yep. Yep. She's the queen of England. Who's going to say anything to her? Yep. It's about time for this dinner to start. They they set it all up. We see everybody walk in, and then the courses are just like Elaine said. The queen gets served first. She's just chowing, and as soon as she's done, everybody's plate gets taken. Yeah, everybody's like, there's somebody eating their soup, and they take it. And the the girl, the whoever she is, is like, I wasn't done. And then the guy is like. Yeah, you got to eat fast because as soon as she's done, they take it away. <laughs> Which is and this is really where you get funny. the term fast food from. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, <laughs> I just man. made that up. <laughs> All right. So. Y'all have to wait in the hallway. Like, on the way to the kitchen is where the um, Muhammad and Abdul are waiting. And they're, like, so in the way. <laughs> <laughs> they feel so awkward. They're yeah. like, why? Everybody's what, staring what? at them. Mm-hmm. So... They, it's time to go. But the queen has fallen asleep at the table. <laughs> and she, they have to wake her up so she can receive the mohor. And she and, doesn't even uh, fucking look at them. Oh, the profiteroles. That's what I wrote oh, down. Profiteroles. profiteroles. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah, come up and Muhammad just walks behind Abdul with an Nothing. imaginary <laughs> tray. And then they walk up, they bow, and, and they present it to her. And she's like... What is it? <laughs> and they're like, it's the mohur. It's a, it's a ceremonial coin from it's a India. Great and she's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like great. They back away, and as they're backing away, Abdul looks at her, and they make eye contact. They might, and I was like, oh no, he's gonna look at her. Shit. He's gonna look at her. He's gonna turn to stone. <laughs> they have what I call a shared moment. They definitely do. <laughs> that they do, but then. Uh, don't ever Big look sees it and face. yells, eyes! And they both look away, and the moment is broken. And now we have our title card, Victoria and Abdul. <laughs> All that, it's like we're like 15 minutes into this movie before we get the title card. It wasn't as bad as Cobra. <laughs> and they weren't running credits the whole time. It was just like a... By the way, I gotta tell you guys, this is completely off topic. 
I was in a buddy's garage. We were closing his pool, you know, after Christmas because, yeah. And, and he had two hammers in his shed, so I grabbed them and I looked at them and I clanged them together. <laughs> Did you really? Did you talk about the new world? And, uh, <laughs> I oh, didn't. man. No. Did they ask you what I you clanged them together and then I clanged them together and then I clanged them together and then I put them down. <laughs> one of them about the day didn't mention it. And, I, and one of them looked at me and oh. kept on going. You got to be careful. You might summon the spirit of Marion Cobretti. <laughs> All the, I was, the entire zombie squad might be there. Mm. I brought some junk food for Gonzalez, though. He'll be fine. Because <laughs> right. he would kill for some what? Gummy bears. Gummy bears. All right. So it's another day. The queen is awakened and told her schedule for the day. This includes a visit from the queen of Hawaii. But unfortunately for her, not a bowel movement. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Way too much. There, there is nobody ro- wiping the royal ass because <laughs> the queen cannot have a bowel movement. Maybe she should have some Hormel chili. Mm. Or some roughage. Uh, Is Hormel chili a thing yet? No. (laughs) There was last movement on Sunday evening. (laughs) We don't know what day it is. The royal colon could use some But they all seem shocked by that. Like, Sunday? It's been since Sunday. (laughs) Yes, but if today's like Monday, Uh, Tuesday. She's like, anyway, what else? Um, They ask her how she felt about the Mohor. And she's like, what? (laughs) The coin presented by the Indians. And she's like... Oh, I thought the tall one was very handsome. And now they got to rush and find them because now they're staying. She liked him. <laughs> well, she thought he was good looking. <laughs> so he needs to stay because she made a comment about him. Yes. I hate royalty. <laughs> well, I mean, she obviously doesn't give a sh- <coughs> she, At this point, she seems like she's quite depressed. Yes. Or the character that we're being shown is quite depressed and doesn't care about anything. So anything that perks her up. I mean, these are people that have dedicated to their lives to serving her, and anything that makes her happy, you would think they would. At this point, they're trying to make her happy. Yes, but this is the reason why royal people get, you know, chopped up in little pieces. Okay, you need to stop. No, <laughs> somebody's got to rule. That's true. <laughs> the, you you need to stop That's because you need to not tell me what to do. Burger King. Mm. Yeah. What about right. the Dairy Queen? Oh, they should get together. <laughs> There are many kinds of government. Get Jack in a box. And and this is one of them, and you need to just let it go. But the other stuff stolen from Long John Silver. Yeah. Maybe I can make the the year 2020 dedicated to movies that center around government and different... (laughs) (laughs) Around the world. (sighs) Anyway. um, You could do Hotel Rwanda. There is a... There's a weird thing where um, Don Cheadle's character is just like, would you guys like more beer? Every five minutes, would you like more beer? He wants to give everybody beer. Ever see Hotel Rwanda? No. no. It's because he's trying to keep people happy. <laughs> it's a really good movie. It's you okay. would like it. I don't think it's. Oh, I don't think it would qualify for the Probably podcast because I think I'm, it did really well, but maybe, maybe not. I'm fairly certain it did. I'm sure it went, did well with critics, but I don't know if it made money. All right. Don Cheadle so, is a hell of an actor. They are taken to a garden party, because this is the Jubilee, so there's a lot of events, there's a lot of ceremonies, there's a lot of stuff going on. I've always liked that word, Jubilee. They are not allowed to talk to any guests. They can only interact with serving staff. And today they are presenting the royal pudding, and it's a jelly. (laughs) And they're like, what the hell is that? (laughs) I said royal pudding, I'm like, that's jello. (laughs) It's jelly, yes, because... Well, jello's not a thing. Because they invented it. The English... And did it, anybody ever wonder what, like, how do they figure that out? I don't because know. Because when you hear what it's funny, I'll be like, it's very funny that <laughs> Mohammed was like, they're barbarians, they eat, they eat pig's blood and stuff, and they ask how they make it jelly, and they say, well, we use gelatin, and they're like, what's that? And they're like, ground up bones. And they're like, <laughs> cow, bones. <gasps> cow bones. 
Cowbone. Cowbone. Like, who thought that shit up? Well, only to the Hindi, and they never say whether Muhammad is Hindi or well, Muslim. they keep calling him that. But they yeah. call him Hindis, but we don't actually know if either of them... Yeah. I mean, we know that the Mush... The Munchi. Munchi. The Munchi is Muslim, but we yeah. don't know about Muhammad. Yeah. Although his name is Muhammad, which I would think... Yeah. A lot of people Muslim. are named Muhammad. Yeah, but <laughs> There's a lot of Christians named Muhammad. No, but, no, but he's definitely... But In that part he's of the world, Hindi. back then, it may not have just been, well, you well, know, for religious reasons. If you remember our episode of um, The would, 13th Warrior... There's only one God, and Muhammad is his prophet. <laughs> I would say that's how Muslims start. I would say start. that anybody named Muhammad is a, a good chance, ninety nine point nine percent chance that they they're Muslim. Muslim. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's and a safe bet. Right. <laughs> Just like if someone's name was like, Mick something, they're Irish or Scottish. Muhammad was hundreds and hundreds of years ago. We're Australian. So, and this was two hundred years ago. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's he's Mc, probably Muslim McDundie. as well. Anyway. McDundee, yo. Um, <laughs> he's not Muslim or Hindi. He's Scottish. The queen talks to the prime minister. And he's got a knife. And she's like, don't you have anything good to talk about? You're really boring and depressing and I don't want to talk about this stuff because he only wants to talk about things that are going on around the world. And none of it's responsibilities. Things. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, she really doesn't have that money yeah. responsibilities. The monarchy is kind of... Gone in. It has. It's lost a lot of its power at this right. point. It has very little. Because so. the prime minister is pretty much running the show, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, but oh. so it's time to present the jellies, and they lead the servers. Abdul presents his to the queen. She looks happy, but then he drops to the floor and kisses her feet. And this is when Tony was like, "Where were those cards when she <laughs> drops to the floor?" <laughs> you would think you that you'd wake it up. <laughs> I mean, at least do the whole everybody point a spear at his face, you know? Or, <laughs> right. Just to show that we're doing something. Or a bayonet. Yeah. Or some halberd. Really, everybody just sits there looking give, like, give what him a, is a stern happening? look. But. Yeah. but he gets up and he, like, smiles at her and she smiles back. Yeah. And she's like, suddenly I feel much better. <laughs> she liked it. Well, who, I mean, he is dragged out of there. And Mr. Big is like... You'd think he would get in. I could get court martialed. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I, thought it would be, I thought it would cheer her up. And it fucking did. Because if you're the empress of the whatever, then... Well, the whole point of Victoria is she's been a monarch forever. She's tired of all this rules and stuff. So anything new or different it gets her excited. At this point, she was the longest reigning monarch ever. Yes, mm-hmm. she's... They say that, but is that really true? I'm sure there was some king or queen somewhere or somewhere. I would say probably it is true because the farther you go back, the shorter like people didn't leave that live that long. And it was way easier to die of just I got diarrhea and now I'm dead. That's true. (laughs) Royalty didn't live longer than regular people though. That's true. Not that much. They were protected, but they also had bad genes. Well, yeah, they have shitty gene pool. And also if you want to become king and your dad's living a long time, you fucking kill him. So There was a lot of that going on. There was a lot of that. So that if you It were, was a different time. If you were second brother, <laughs> like a completely legitimate reason to murder your brother was because you wanted to be king. Like we saw in The Mummy. Yeah, it right, was a different time. So I think that... They're I feel probably, like I should be king. Bang! I think the farther back you go, there probably wasn't too many people living all, ruling all that long. That's true. Just based off life expectancy and stuff. Because when you think about it, like some of the big names 
like in royalty history, like Genghis Khan and mm-hmm. Alexander the Great, never didn't really reign that long. And to reign that long, <laughs> you have to become the monarch really young. Yeah. And a lot of time, you're inheriting it from someone who died, and you're already a grown-ass person. You're probably mm-hmm. 40. Yeah. Like Bernie here didn't like, king very long. No. <laughs> he didn't look so, like he was in good shape anyway. No. <laughs> Bernie been living a hard life. <laughs> it turns out they're not in trouble. As a matter of fact, the queen was delighted and she wants Abdul and Muhammad to be her personal footmen for the rest of the Jubilee. Whoop. That made my thing funny. Made Muhammad thing funny? is pissed. He's like, all you had to do was give her the goddamn jelly. <laughs> He's like, I just want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> He's miserable the whole time and freezing yeah, so and you, sick. You got to think about it. They're from India. They didn't say where exactly. Agra. Where the Taj I don't know where is. that is. <laughs> but it's significantly warmer than it is in jolly old England. Yeah. So... They're going to be pretty cold. Like when my dad comes from Vegas, he's always cold. Same thing. <laughs> All right. So. I'm sorry, I'm up on my Indian um, geography, dear. But they said it like 17 times. Well, then it's from, from Agra? Agra. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know where that is. And it was one of the only things. Do you have any idea how big just, India is? It's just south of New Delhi. According oh. to this map I just Googled. So it's, it's pretty far north. Yeah. Yeah. But still, do you know where India is? Yes. It's pretty toasty there. Yes. All right. So, (laughs) Muhammad gets stationed outside of her room where she's writing. I guess this is her office. Mm -hmm. But she wants Abdul to stand by the writing desk. Well, he is pretty. Yeah, she wants to look at him. Is he he that pretty? Well, he's handsome. He is handsome. Way to objectify someone. And he's handsome. And most of the people... his eyes are up here, by the way. (laughs) We have no idea how old he is, but he is a younger actor like he looks like he's in his late 20s early 30s perhaps and most she's surrounded by people in their 50s and 60s <laughs> they're old fleshy white dudes <laughs> this he's is a breath of fresh air he's and he's a caramel god <laughs> yeah he's a little bit of cream and cream in her coffee kind of a gentleman hey. younger he's good looking he's got i do like his beard and she's a crusty old bitty who gets to do whatever she wants. Did you just That's describe true. the Queen of England as a crusty old she cr- bitty? She yes. describes herself yeah. thusly. <laughs> she is a crusty old bitty. She's the Queen of England. Uh, and the so, Empress of India. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh, and she's a little upset about this. Also, this was the one that, that decided the Revolutionary to... War. And also, this was the one that kissed her feet. So I could see why she would want him to be closer. Yeah. Just after that. Mm. So she dismisses everyone else from the room. It's just going to be her and Abdul. And she starts writing a note. There was a successful movement. Yeah. <laughs> writing a note to her doctor, letting him know she pooed. Important royal business. He goes to blot it for her. I mean, her. it's been a whole week that isn't I mean, I guess. Yeah. They didn't have the royal x Yeah. He goes to blot it for her, just he- as she goes to blot it for herself. And their hands touch. Continuing our bowel movement joke. Mm. Episodes. So right. uh, keep that in mind, Bailey. All right. So she <laughs> thanks him. Well, I don't think I was going to pick something with any bowel movements in it. Way to break a chain. Jesus. How about, is there any urination off the front of a boat? Um, you already did that movie. <laughs> Maybe. That was the original. You know chain. what? There is a boat in my pick, so perhaps we'll have to keep our eyes peeled. Mm. It was originally urine. In the beginning of movies, and then it was it was uh, hidden. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hidden, hidden infinity stones. In the beginning, urine. <laughs> urine. In the beginning. No, no. Carly got it. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Keep going. Just go. Just just All please. Right. So, with, the, with the poo humor. She learns his name is Abdul, 
and he can't just stand there quietly, so he talks to her about how he writes too, all day, every day. Oh, you're you're an author. No. Mm-hmm. This is when he starts lying to her. Is he lying or is he just not giving her all the facts? That's um, that's not lying. Omission of facts does not make it any more truthful. But omission of facts doesn't mean it's lying. Did you sleep with that girl? Sleep? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a lie. That's a truthful statement. It's just an omission, an omission of facts. There's a difference. Really? How mad would you be? I'm not saying that it's not. neither here nor there. I'm saying that he's not exactly lying. Not, mm. not half I mean, he lies about the writing, but that's different. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But at this point, he's just telling her that he writes all day. And she's like, do you write fiction? He's like, no, I don't write fiction. He does say that he writes the he names. Writes the list. And names and what they do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, which if she was more than half, if she had been any more awake instead of half asleep, she would have realized he just, he's just making lists. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she's like, I don't understand why you're here I found if you're the, not a servant. I found the link between high fidelity and this movie. Lists. <laughs> <laughs> His top five criminals. And he's like, I picked out your rugs. Yeah. And then he kind of shows her the rug that's on the floor now and talks to her about rugs. And she doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, but she enjoys listening to him. So. She's like, sure. That's and interesting. She thinks maybe he was a poet. And he's like, no, I write the information about the prisoners. And she says, we're all prisoners. To which I said, no, we're all not. So there's people outside listening at the door. And they're like, what the hell's happening in there? She comes out, they jump away, bow, and follow her. And Abdul... Stays at the door by Muhammad, who's like, the fuck are you doing, dude? I just want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on Muhammad's team here. (laughs) (laughs) Muhammad is convinced they will never get out of here. These people are terrible. They explored a quarter of all mankind, and he makes Abdul promise to cut all the nicey-nice crap so they can go home. (laughs) This is when Abdul lies. He's like, okay. Because he keeps saying he's going to stop, but he never fucking stops. That Abdul... And we see that it's cold enough in their room that they can see their breath. Like, Muhammad is not just being whiny. He's fucking freezing. <laughs> well, I would be able to... wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. Abdul thinks it's cool. He keeps blowing breath everywhere. Meanwhile, Muhammad's wrapped up in a blanket. And he's like, <laughs> he's cut freezing. it out. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone in the household who's been there for a while is very confused and put out by her dismissal of them because she wants to just be with Abdul. She talks to him and asks him questions about his life. He's from Agra, where the Taj Mahal is. He tells her all about it. south of New Delhi. He tells her that it was built by a prince who lost his queen. And uh, he also tells her of other wonders. Gardens and the... What's the word? The throne. The peacock throne. The peacock throne. (laughs) And the jewel. Yeah. And And then then she's she's like, like, oh, I have the jewel. I wear it as a brooch. (laughs) <laughs> we had to recut it because it wasn't shiny enough. Oh, oh and this and is when this... all of India went. <laughs> and Abdul's got this look on his face like he could care less, and he's like, "Yes, the British they smashed it." Like, and she's all appalled. Who smashed it? You did. <laughs> they apparently don't tell her everything. So you could wear it. Oh no, yeah, approach. she gets a very shiny, happy yeah. explanation. Uh-huh. All the people love you. No, she knows they don't love her because she can't travel to India because they be fear that they would be she would be assassinated. But she thinks at some point she says something. She really thinks that 
under the rule of England, people are more prosperous. Like, they're helping people. She really feels like... Of course she does. Her position as their empress is helping them to have a better life. Of course she does. Most tyrants do feel that way. Well, conquerors feel that way. That's how colonialism works. And sometimes it's true. It's also a matter of perspective. Usually it's not true. Well, it's all a matter of perspective, really. Usually it's not true. Let me explain it to you. Because if Tony here is living in a town, I come, I take over the town. Like, Tony, you're in charge of this town. Tony's life has greatly improved. Nobody else's has. Maybe mine. (laughs) Yeah. But has it greatly improved? Maybe Tony lived a happy life before where he was prosperous and had. Tony's now the chief of the town and gets paid tribute every day so they can wipe his his royal ass. He's loving life. Yeah, but he has wipers like in Coming to America. But he's body issues. But he's got body issues and he definitely (laughs) would prefer to be able to lock the door when he pees and now he can't because somebody coming in wiping his butt every five minutes. Tony would love that. Maybe Tony doesn't want the headache of having to deal with all of his former neighbors. You don't understand. Just because you exalt somebody doesn't mean that they have a better life or that they're happier that way. It doesn't mean that they're not either. It's like people who win the lottery and then are yes, miserable because they fucking ass- ruin their lives. You're just assuming that it's not. It's very feasible that it is as well. But you're assuming that it does. Because <laughs> you, know, you know who assumed that would be better? Um, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson all assumed that if we do this, it'll be better. And were they right? Not necessarily. Not and they didn't assume that it would be better. They didn't want to pay tax. <laughs> that they didn't want to pay taxes without proper representation. So they set up American. Everything's better now. We don't pay any taxes. No. <laughs> we do pay taxes. Do you know how much more we're paying in taxes know, than know, they were? I know very well. We were right. paying so much more in taxes. But it's not that they weren't mad, but that they were oh, Do you want to argue tax. everything that I say, or can well, I not let because they're acting like I'm being ridiculous, but they weren't mad that they had to but pay tax. If I they say were left, they you say representation. right. <laughs> you do realize if I say left, you say right. If no. I say up, you say down. You do it, you've done it the entire podcast. What about if you say tomato? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. question. Tomato. You're trying to pass off opinion as facts, and that ain't true. Tomato. <clears throat> okay. So they walk and talk, and this is where he learns that she's never been and cannot go to India nope. for fear of assassination. No for her. Yep. So he's like, I can't believe you've never seen an Indian street smell the spices. And this is where she learns about a mango. She's never heard of it before. Curry. Mm-hmm. I love how juicy she is. I want a mango, the, but they're only grown in India. Well, then have me, send me one. Yeah. Which I'm is the funny. empress of India. I do. Get me I want to say this. Yeah. At one point, they go to Italy. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been not so difficult, not nearly as difficult, to get a mango when they were in Italy. <laughs> Italy's not close to India. It's a lot closer than England. Yeah, but I don't think it... I don't think it's close enough. I don't think the trade routes track. Well, I mean, even the fastest route would have been by boat. And there still might have still. been somewhere else near Italy where a mango could be grown. They could grow mangoes in Italy. <laughs> Maybe now Because they don't only grow in India <laughs> Well not now yeah Look I got a mango over at the food line Where are my <laughs> Anywho, anywho. And I'm pretty so, sure it's not from India <laughs> They <laughs> They go to Scotland And No mangoes They're going to have a lunch picnic Didn't they have preserving Servants... fruit Ben Can you just 
puree it. So, you know what? Mangroves a thing, too. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off for just a second. It is a thing in Regency novels I read, which are about 100 mm-hmm. years earlier than this, where people have orangeries and things in their homes so that right. they can grow fruit that does not yeah, grow in England. but an orange tree, you don't have to get very big to have fruit. That's true. I don't know anything don't about know mango how, trees. But mangoes are native <laughs> to South Asia. So not only India. So not only India, but parts of China and, and you know... India and stuff like that. When did we start so, preserving fruit in jars? Mm-hmm. Yes, Before but that's not a cans. fresh mango. No, it's not fresh. But, but it, maybe hey, they mango had, is mango. But yeah, they could have made a mango that's sauce or something and brought but, mango jello. Ooh, put it in jello. Well, make a chutney. Um, Potato peel. But it might not but, be something that they had that many people had had, so they wouldn't. You yeah. know, like if only the troops are eating mangoes in India. They're not necessarily that many nobles that are bringing them back because that's how it would get back. Mm-hmm. It's the more common foot soldiers that are enjoying all the mango mango chutneys <laughs> over there in India. All right, so they go to Scotland. We see the servants carrying the chairs until the queen says, right here, this is where our picnic will be. They start to have a picnic, um, but it starts pouring and they have to leave. Which Abdul one? and Muhammad say their new Scotland outfits are scratchy. And she, this is itchy and she goes everything's itchy in Scotland and then one of, when they're walking back in the rain one of the other guys is like I hate Scotland <laughs> so funny you said he was the Scottish one right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Well, that night the queen enjoys some Scottish dancing to bagpipe music Muhammad All and right. Abdul are not welcome in the servants this area this poor bastard's there gotta dance for her like a fucking idiot <laughs> and, and then like, she goes More! do it again <laughs> yeah because that's how actors and entertainers should be treated. Oh, snap. <laughs> like the performing monkeys they are. Hot take. That Do you know how, how much trouble Nero that? got in when he started to be a, an artist? They killed him and besmirched his is, name. Is that why they killed him? Well, he was also a really <laughs> shitty emperor. But other than just that. Just <laughs> I think there might have been layers to that situation. Well, same with John Wilkes Booth. He's just an actor. Uh, that was his brother, Edwin Booth. <laughs> Actually, we he learned about... We know he was brainwashed, like in Zoolander. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. But He's a different type of model. But going back to Nero, he's been... Um, they've besmirched his name. It's not, he's not as bad as what he says he was. He did not play the liar while Rome burned. He wasn't even there. Yeah. All right. So the queen has to go through the boxes, which are parliamentary papers, and she only wants Abdul's help with the blotter. Sir Henry is not okay with this. <laughs> he's like, but these are official parliamentary papers and he is not english <laughs> which did he say, i thought did he was, say he weird. was a hindi he's like he's a hindi i thought it was weird because they assume like are they afraid he's going to read them and i thought it was weird that they were assuming that he could read english because i would have thought that they assumed that he couldn't read or write at all he speaks english and when i did yes, a but little just because you could research, speak, doesn't, speak doesn't mean you could read or write when he arrived he could speak some English, and she made it like she had him taught more. I don't know at what point in their relationship anything I like mean, this happened, if it ever really did. But he didn't arrive the way we saw it, where he's already fluent and just talking to her. Uh, it I took mean, a long time. <laughs> and I'm sure he was fluent in multiple languages, but... He picked up some things in 14 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho, either um, way, either way, Hindi got a lot of language. Sir Henry's like, still, it's papers. not appropriate for him to yeah. be. And she's we like, I can, the Senate. I can do this by myself. I don't need yet. anybody's help. I want him to help me. I don't want you to help me. So we can uh, lean over Trump. What you sign there, Prez? 
But can't, she, <laughs> you can't even get in the building. No, no. But she's like, also, Sir if you Henry. You want to know what Trump is signing? Just wait for the tweets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he holds them all up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, she's like, also, while you're not busy now, Mr. Henry, Sir Henry, get them some gloves because they're fucking freezing. <laughs> it's been six years. Now she's finally getting them gloves. Yeah. So when they're alone, the queen tells Abdul she wants him to teach her the language he speaks. And he's like, I cannot teach you Hindi. And she's like, why not? He's like, because there's a thousand languages in India, and if you're going to learn one, it needs to be Urdu, because it's the most noble of the languages. Which, and he shows which her... It was one of the things I hated about him. I got a little tired of everything being the best everything ever, ever. And like, <laughs> I understand you're selling it up to her because you're trying to keep your job and kiss her ass a little bit, but... Uh, enough already. Also, <laughs> that's a sign of inferiority. Yeah. Also, they're trying to play this character like um, he's so happy to be with her and enthralled by her, and like he seems to really I idolize her as his empress. Mm-hmm. Which even if he felt like it was his calling to serve and teach her about his country, he probably didn't have this childlike nativity. I Not naivete. Naivete Naive. about him, about it. Because he does. He seems he very... a childlike thing of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but he seems very childlike and very naive in a lot of places, which you would think he wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And But the way they've chosen to write this particular character makes him seem very naive. And you know, How do you know he wasn't? It's, it's you don't know his life. Head. You're right, I don't... Nobody knows his life because he died. All right. All, we, so. all we've got is this picture of him. Muhammad knew. Which is based on a true story, mostly. All we are is dust in the wind. So he starts to teach her some Urdu. And at the door, those listening are like, what the fuck is happening there? Like, He's teaching her Hindi. And then Muhammad's like, actually, that sounds like Urdu. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then... Um, the he shows her some more stuff and now the doctor's outside the door with his stethoscope oh guys dropping so which was smart and eventually they come out and birdie's out there and well, he went to cambridge he has arrived from monte carlo and he asks her if she thinks it's appropriate to be learning urdu <laughs> or like hindustani or whatever and they're like it's urdu <laughs> this is now what everybody he, knows he said hindustani and <laughs> that uh, is Damn. And she's like, I'm the Empress of India. I think it's entirely appropriate. And he goes, in front of the whole household? She goes, you're right. I don't have privacy here. I want to go to... I wrote it down, but I can't remember. Well, Queen's Cottage. Um, yeah. Alone. <laughs> Glass salt shield. This is, it's weird because like, they find it inappropriate that she would learn an, a language of a country that she supposedly rules. Like, that See. I'm sorry, that makes sense. A lot of the shit that she does is petty and stupid and dumb, but this makes sense. I think I think it's just one of those things where if, if she'd been younger, they would be okay with it, but she's old and they're kind of just waiting for her to die. And they don't um, want, and they don't want and a lot is just of shaking a lot annoying. of stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, we got to carry this bitch's chairs around Scotland because she <laughs> met some foreigner. On a whim. You now, think there would be, be more whims and more yeah. work for us. It's weird because I would have thought that they would be more happy that she's distracted and happy and just kind of let her learn all the fucking Urdu she wants. <laughs> it's keeping her busy yeah. and out of my hair. Yeah. yeah. Which is not the way, but instead they're just so upset by it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're I mean, big on 
grandma's circumstance. Grandma's yeah. really old and she's got a new hobby. Let her be. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have but they back want then. her to pay attention to them. <laughs> I don't think they do. I don't know. But they go. The queen seems thrilled to be away from everyone. She's like, I am so tired of being pestered by these fools jockeying for position my whole life. And she just loves to get away. She has so many fond memories of being here with her dear John Brown, and who she misses terribly, along with her dear Albert, who she thinks of every day, even after 30 years. Albert was her husband. Yes. John Brown was a servant that she had a very close relationship, and many speculate was a lover. <laughs> well, supposedly she loved Albert very, very much. Yes. And she wore black for the rest of her life after he died. And he died young. <laughs> and she lived a long time after he died. But she says she's so lonely because everyone she truly loved has died. And, uh, and she's like, it's an impossible position to be queen. So many people hate me all over the world. I have nine children. They're all terrible. <laughs> She said, this is when she says that she's fat, lame, impotent, silly old woman. And she doesn't know what the point is anymore. And he tells her that the point is service, that we're here to serve others, not ourselves. She said all of her friends have died and she just continues to go on. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty awesome. But... <laughs> yeah, someday that'll be you, Tony. Oh, when man. all of us are dead and you continue on. But you'll be forced ghosts. Will I? Mm-hmm. Um, I John think... won't. He doesn't believe in the force. No. My kind doesn't um, become force ghosts. Oh, that's right. Oh, because he's a Sith Lord. We'll clone him. All right. So this but is some when... some people, you know, I've, I've learned some things that some people find unnatural. <laughs> you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plague's demise? This is when she learns what I call a moon she is. <laughs> a spiritual leader, a teacher. And she a munchie. Says, you will be my moonshee. <laughs> and he's like, I can't do that. I'm a servant. And she says, not anymore. You're <laughs> an official part of my household. Okay, you're whatever I say you are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm the Queen of England. And now you're noble. That's how that works. Watch this. You're the head of Scotland, Scotland Yard. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think clean toilets. <laughs> that, well... When the At queen, this time period, yeah. that's not how. Quite when the queen how. was in power, that's yeah. you know was actually in power. But now she but can make him she noble. Can, yeah. She can make him not a servant anymore. Yeah. She can yeah. make him noble, but she, but she didn't also make him nothing. But she didn't make him noble. She just made him part of her household rather than. Uh, a she's servant. getting to it. Which all home. of her household are servants in some way, even the noble ones. Yeah. But they're noble servants. Back at home, Bertie is drinking with some of the others and is like, "What the fuck is a moon sheep?" She is the head of the Church of England. Why is she learning about the Quran? And they're all silenced because she comes in with Abdul. That was Henry. That's actually a a legit point as well. (laughs) Like, sure, she should learn about the Indian culture and the different things, but also your spiritual advisor is you're you're the head of the church. (laughs) She's like the Pope. And your spiritual (laughs) advisor is a Muslim? Like that is a that's a point too. Point yeah. to Birdie. You one for Victoria, <laughs> one for Bird. You don't think the Pope knows about the Quran? Hmm? You don't think the Pope's ever read the Quran? I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe not. I'm sure the Holy Father has taken a minute and be like, What's in this book? <laughs> maybe he hasn't. Maybe he has. You don't know his life. No, but if I do believe I that the whole if that the Bible has all of the information that I'll ever need to live my life, then I probably don't need to read other books. He may read D- Dan Brown novels too. You have no idea. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> probably not that last one though. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and I'm pretty sure there were time periods where they would not have read the Quran. So. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. 
So after dinner, Birdie tries to talk to his mom about how scandalized people were at the dinner when they had to sit with Abdul, a servant, a brown servant. (laughs) We had to sit at the table with him. And she's like, he's not a servant anymore. He's a scholar and he's to be given his own staff. And they're like, what? (laughs) But she gives him Mohammed every step. So it's not like they make English people serve him. No. Just Mohammed. Yeah. Poor Mohammed. <laughs> he just gets screwed. She's this like, whole he movie. is now a member of the household, and uh, and she likes him, and they better get used to his presence because he's not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, he's going to join them on their vacation. This is when they go to Italy. He's like, you can't bring a Muslim to Italy. She's like, oh, I can bring wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> she doesn't rule Italy. No, but she can bring whoever she wants on her family <laughs> outing. I don't know. Well, she does, and they yeah. go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hun, we're going to go on vacation. And if you tell me that you're bringing your moonshee, <laughs> but you're the one paying for the whole vacation, there's not really much I can do about it. Is <laughs> and we're married. That's true. I'll bring my moonshee. I'm just, you know, and I could be like, well, I'm not riding the car with the moonshee. And you'll be like, well, I'm putting him in his own car, and he gets his own hotel room. <laughs> but he's coming with us and I've already paid for everything and I'd be like fuck I can't what am I supposed to do now I you mean, think we're gonna hang out with the moonshee moon <laughs> here's the question so the queen of England is going to mm-hmm. Florence it was right Florence mm-hmm. for vacation I think she actually had to pay for that or you know was that on the on the Italians no I'm sure she paid for th- I'm sure that came out of her household budget some of it at least you mean, think had, the Italians maybe not hosting. all of it. Well, it yeah I was gonna say it had to be it's not like it's set up with the Italians yeah so. he, he, because otherwise it might be looked at as an invasion. Yeah. They may, no, have, they, may have, they may have paid for it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, oh, here, we're no. going to put you up in this yeah. castle or something. I mean, she didn't, like, get a hotel. She stayed with someone, I'm sure. With, with she friends? probably <laughs> has, I'm sure she has property in Italy. Whoa, that's a whole other issue if she has property in another country. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm <laughs> sure she I've never been Queen of England. I don't know how that I'm works. Sure that well, there was that one time, but we don't talk I'm about it. I'm sure that the royal family has multiple properties in multiple countries, including the United States. Only if they're friendly countries. But I'm sure they have property in Switzerland and Germany well, they're neutral. They don't care. and Italy and all of that. I'm sure that they, and even back then, I'm sure the royal family owned property. But she did have to pay for the journey. Like, they took her, what, private train? But somebody has to pay for the coal and the food. Like, that comes out of her household budget, I'm sure. Taxpayers' money. Yep. Or, like we're saying, maybe Italy foot some of the bill. I think well, so. well, I'd like to think the Italians should. Come on, I got a house for What now? The taxpayers' <laughs> money. They're it's 100% rich. the fucking taxpayers' money. Where do you think they got it from? All right, so on the train, Muhammad They've is like... They've had money since before there were taxes. Uh-huh. And where'd they get it from? Muhammad's like, dude, you're delusional. If you think everybody's just going to sit back and let you become a member of this household. And you're not... They're not going to stand for this. And he also... I didn't come here to be your fucking servant. <laughs> and Abdul's like, you don't understand what an amazing opportunity we have. Look at this wonderful bed you have on the floor. <laughs> And it's just a it's just a rug on a fucking <laughs> cement floor or stone floor. Now we get to see this country with these wonderful people. He's like, life is such a big adventure, and you need to enjoy it. And then he pulls the emergency brake, like an idiot. It says, "Do not pull." He even says, "Do not pull," and pulls it. And then we cut to him apologizing to the queen. Sorry, we have elephants upstairs. What the hell is that? That's your dog scratching. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, I'm terribly sorry, and I hope nobody got hurt when I pulled the emergency brake. And she's like, ah! <laughs> like, this is just an interesting trip. You're making it more fun for me. <laughs> and Bertie comes out of the bathroom and is like, why do I have to share a bathroom with you? He got his own bathroom, mother. <laughs> and she says, I shared a bedroom with my mother until I became queen, which I looked it up. That's true. <laughs> also, point to Bertie. Why doesn't he get his own bathroom the moment she gets his own bathroom? True. He's like, I'm 50, however many years, 57, I think he says he is at that time. So anyway, she's like, go into your room and shut the door. And then she gives the moon she she gives abdul a locket with jewels and a picture of her to commemorate his first trip to florence and once in italy they walk and talk together about great artists commissioned to make sure they leave something astonishing behind and he tells her they do the same thing in india emperors would all commission the best artists and craftsmen to outfit their durbar room and she's like what's a durbar room and he tells her she's like i'm gonna have one i'm the empress of india i should have a durbar room why not it's a room that celebrates the best of india (laughs) so they're treated to a pirate performance by an opera composer and singer and she and abdul (laughs) seem to love the song the other people are starting to whisper and he's like yeah he shushes (laughs) and then the they're like that was wonderful and he tells them about the opera and she wants it to have a happy ending but it doesn't and she's like i don't think i like the sound of this after all (laughs) and then she asks them if they know any um oh man my brain is farted what is it i want to say simon and garfunkel but i don't feel like that's That's wrong (laughs) something Oh, man. And then she sings Button and Bows, which is what Fraser Crane sings every year for the telethon. <laughs> Buttercup. I, I looked it up. It's in one of my yeah. windows. It's going to drive me crazy. Anywho. Um, Whatever. Do you think that that's how Judy Dench really sings? Or do you think that she sung bad on purpose? <laughs> I don't know. Because he encourages her to sing. Ooh. Now it's not that. good. Don't Google it. (laughs) Don't Google it. Anyway, um, so she, they have a great night singing and dancing, and he tells her that she is very special to him, more special even than his wife. And she's like, you're married? And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I didn't think it was important. (laughs) We don't know how long he's been here now. (laughs) But now she's finding out that he's married. She's like, this changes everything. You must go back at once and bring her back. (laughs) So he does. And uh, when they get back, they're in Isle of Wight. And he brings his wife, her mother, and a servant boy. And uh, I love how they get out of the carriage and they can't see. And they're in the burkas. So you can't see anything. And then, like, the whole household is like, he's got more than one wife. (laughs) (laughs) I would close my video. Now I'm not going to find it. Oh, well. What are you looking for? I was looking for the name because I looked up a song to be done at the end. Little Buttercup. Or <laughs> Buttercup I. But who the fuck was it that made it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll find out. There's no way to find out. It's... So, yeah, everybody's in their burkas covered head to toe. Is he a bigamist? What's happening here? No. So the queen thinks it's quite dignified. And they move to the cottage. She brings everyone over for tea. 
Which I guess if the queen builds you a house, <laughs> you have to let her in even when you weren't expecting her for two. <laughs> they make the introductions, and Abdul thanks the queen for her kindness and says that her hospitality is so wonderful and he'll repay it how he can. What's his is hers. <laughs> to, to which uh, Bert, Bert says, crazy. literally, or something like that. <laughs> When they all leave, the queen says that she can't wait to show him the Durbar room, but she also kind of wants to see what his wife looks like. She's like, I've been so curious. And he's like, of course you can see what she looks like. You're a woman. (laughs) And she's like, really? I'm allowed? Yeah, you're allowed. Come on back in. So uh, she's brought back in, and she gets to meet his wife again. I, I too, was excited to see (laughs) what his wife looked like. I didn't know if it was going to be like a child bride <laughs> or if she was going to be really hideous or really pretty or she's just a cute girl. She's just... She has a little Xerxes ring in her nose. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was a diary entry that the queen wrote about meeting his wife. And, and she was also how kind. she had yeah. the jewelry in All her face. That and, but that she thought... She was quite taken with her. She thought she was beautiful. So now it's time to see the Durbar room. Everyone comes, even the prime minister, who's like, what the fuck is, is going it, on? Why do I have to look at a Durbar room? <laughs> Which I felt before, though, real quick, I, I thought it was kind of messed up. They don't show the mother-in-law. No, not ever. Because then, to me, it would be like, well, don't you want to see her, too? And isn't she like, well, don't you want to see me, too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That scene was deleted. Yeah. I'm sure the queen did. Maybe. Even the scene later when they, after, spoiler alert, the queen dies. <laughs> She's not still After around? the queen dies and Bertie kicks him out, like when they come to the house, you see his wife is sitting on the couch and she has to put her veil, veil over. Yeah. And you see the mother-in-law too put the veil on, but you never really see her face. It's only kind yeah. of from yeah. behind. That's true. Like Could have been anybody under I, that I wonder if they got an actual Indian actress to play that part and they never showed her it's like the little servant boy (laughs) (laughs) or or the the mother-in-law was actually played by Muhammad Eddie Izzard it was Warwick Davis I'm gonna have to look it up oh man because she never speaks could just have been anybody could have been anybody she may not be credited because she didn't speak alright so they're like uh, who the prime minister's like what are you guys letting her do up in this place (laughs) They go for their tour, which includes an Indian corridor where there's paintings of prominent Indians, one of which is Abdul. And they go into the room, and she talks about where the carvings came from. The rug was made in Agra. Then she has an exact replica of the peacock throne. And she says she really feels like the Empress of India now. She has the jewel on her brooch. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that the peacock throne was more impressive. I was a little different. Yeah, I was a little yeah. about that. Yeah. There was no peacocks. <laughs> so everyone seems to think that this room is very nice, but this whole situation is still yeah. rather bizarre. Yeah. It's a, little, uh, <laughs> a lot of money for what? All right. So the mother-in-law was played by an actress named Sally Jokhan. J-O-K-H-A-N. Jokhan. They there's no facts about her. No facts. Not she even, was just someone who was on set doing lighting or something. They're like, put this on. This is. <laughs> like she's got no other credits. Hmm. D- disappointing. Would have liked to know more about Lady Sally there. 
So they present her, though, now that we are at the opening of the Durbar room, she's presented with a mango. And it, it looks rough. And he pokes it like squishes it. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> your majesty, that's gone off. That's and gone she's off. like, oh, it's off. And she's all offended. <laughs> I mean, they tried so they're like, they oh, try. we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> We've never seen a mango before. <laughs> Would have been a lot worse if she ate it. And she didn't mm. know either. No, <laughs> Until he told her. Uh, the prime minister's so mad about the Durba room too. Like, so she redecorated a fucking room in her house. She's keeping herself busy. Why do you guys care so much? <laughs> I think they only care so much because there's so much. Like now, the group of people from India in her home has grown. There's no, far right. more than there were. But didn't you also say that her father went crazy? Her uncle. Her uncle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, maybe they. Well, they're worried there's more than one crazy person in that family. <laughs> There was Ares. He was the Mad King right before. <laughs> oh. So anyway, oh, now so there's a tableau. It's time for the tableau, which Muhammad thinks can only bring disaster. <laughs> Abdul's like, Muhammad I don't know right. what your problem is. He's like, but this event is going to bring public awareness to the Queen's interest in Indian culture and what is happening in here. Up until now, nobody fucking knew except the people in this house. <laughs> now everybody's going to know. And they're not going to like it. And he's like, everybody that's here already doesn't like it. What's going to happen when more people find out and don't like it? And the people that are involved in the tableau and the spectators seem to be rather appalled by it. Except for Miss Phipps. Phipps? Yeah. So <laughs> Lady Churchill is furious. But Mrs. Phipps is like, that's fun. <laughs> she's my favorite member of the household. Mrs. Like, because she's just... Things are changing, and it's becoming more fun to live here. <laughs> like, she's just going with the flow. She, the queen is happy. Yeah. It's interesting. She's the best. Yeah. Miss Churchill, though. Not the, or Lady Churchill. Pissed off. So, anyway, they do it, and everybody's like, holy fuck, what the hell was that? <laughs> so, um, Sir Henry walks the prime minister out. And he, the prime minister is like, you need to put a stop to this nonsense. <laughs> or you're going to be finished. So when he goes back in, the queen's like, Sir Henry, what did the prime minister say? And he's like, he didn't like it. <laughs> he was perturbed by it. And she's like, but why? I mean, certainly she thought the moon she was wonderful. And he's like, I think the moon she was the problem. <laughs> because, you know... He's Indian, and he's a Muslim, and this might send the wrong message. And she's like, I don't see how that could possibly be. I think it sends a perfectly wonderful message. And he's like, but with the revolt, and she's like, which the Muslims helped us with. He's like, no. (laughs) The Muslims were the ones leading the revolt. And she's like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) Which shows you how little she pays a fucking attention, because she should have known this. Because their gun lubricant was made from cow, and it pissed them off. Yeah. So, apparently over 2,000 British no, pigs. were it was pigs killed. Fat. Was it pigs? Yes. Yeah, Pork fat. Yeah, I wrote Because fat. pig is... Yeah. Yeah. And just apparently disgusting. Because animals. Muslims Delicious. don't eat pigs. No, because they find it unclean. Or as Jules said, I don't dig on swine. Yeah. I do. Uh, That'd be so, one charming motherfucking pig. You know? <laughs> so Abdul comes back and it's awkward. She walks with him and she's like, you have 
humiliated me. Like, Which he did. How on earth could you have let this happen? <laughs> yeah, she is pissed. And uh, he tries to explain, but no, that's not going to work. And she says her piece, thanks him for all he's done for her, says she'll miss him greatly, but he's got to go. And uh, everybody that's listening is like, yes! <laughs> Finally, we're getting rid of him. But uh, she changes her mind that night after everyone goes to bed. She can't let him leave. He means too much to her. So she goes to his house in the rain and she stays in the carriage. So she doesn't get wet. (laughs) He comes out and he says, or she tells him that he's going to stay. But she wants his wife to see a doctor because she is concerned about the lack of children in their house. Which makes, okay, so now, <laughs> after knowing that this has taken 14 years, what year is this? Well, it's towards the end, right? I, I it think must be, we're I at guess. least 10 years. Yeah, in. yeah. Oh, man, 10 years? <laughs> and say, so even, even if it took five years for her, for the wife to come, I'm saying the wife's been there for at least five years at this point. <laughs> I, I would have thought that the wife came after the sometime after the first year because she finds out when they're in Florence, right? Yeah, and that was the summer vacation, so that would have been right after. So I would say that he was probably a servant for what, maybe a year at the most, and, and then, then he becomes a munchi, and then not long after that. So you think his wife, wife was there for most of it? I time. think she was there for most of it. Because I think the... And she's like, how come we haven't had any babies? Like, what's happening in your house, dude? I had nine children. <laughs> you you need to have babies. So I'm going to have the doctor come. Something's, something's Examine your wife. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. But it does kind of come out of the blue if you don't know about the timeline of the movie. Yeah. Which I didn't. And I was like, why does she care so much about their fucking babies? Yeah. If there had been... I don't know, some they tea they that, he, had that they had but they where she mentioned how she couldn't wait for them to have kids or something or asked them how long they've been married. They could have had a couple of throwaway lines like, yeah. he's been here for seven years or when is he going to leave? Yeah. He's been here for ten years. It would have been, not, or like the little... Right on the fucking screen. The little text timestamps, I like those. Yeah. I mean, it, we don't quite need them as often as they did in The Losers, but it is fun <laughs> to have them. <laughs> You don't bring up that. Please see our episode on the losers. So uh, she tells Dr. Reed that he needs to examine her. And he and Sir Henry are there, and they're like, but I, but I thought they were going back to India. And she's like, why would you have thought that? Because <laughs> you said it, you senile little bitty. But you were eavesdropping. Like, that was a private conversation. <laughs> and I changed my mind. Anyway. Bertie has decided that this means war. They will dig up anything they can find on Abdul's background, and they're going to convince the queen that he has to go. Sir Henry is like, I don't want to be involved in this. And Bertie's like, I don't care. I'm going to be king very soon. (laughs) And you're going to do as you're told. you're going to do this. Your son is there. Get some information. So, uh, Sir Henry... Is like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to do this. Dr. Reed goes to examine Mrs. Kareem, Abdul's wife. But he's not allowed to see her. He can only see her tongue. Apparently, <laughs> in the in the papers or journals left behind by the doctor, he did go and examine her. But he was only ever allowed to see her tongue. And for all he knew, it was a different person every time. <laughs> because all he could ever see was her tongue. Fair he did examine her more than once. And all he could ever see was a tongue. Um... So, 
Sir Henry and Bertie go to talk to Muhammad, and they're like, hey... Did they have women doctors? Back then? Uh, Probably not that many. So, I don't think so, so. women didn't get medical care? Well, I was thinking... Well, that's not right. I no. was thinking you could have a girl check it out. I mean, they're familiar, but, you know? <laughs> um, but if but you're... Let me... But if you're not allowed to see a, a woman... Right. And of all the doctors are men... Mm-hmm. In India, no they may have care. had women right. doctors, yeah. but, but not saying, in you could England. At least just have a lady check it out. Say, does it and look she, like yours? <laughs> and she's just guessing. I feel like they could have brought allowed, a nurse, you know, a midwife. Yeah, somebody to yeah, come and give her I mean, an exam. I have a car, but if I pop the hood of a Lamborghini, I'm like, looks we like don't me. know that she wasn't <laughs> I can't tell you ever what's wrong. examined by any of the female members of the household or a midwife. It's just funnier for the movie purposes yeah, if yeah. it's just the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully there's female doctors. I'm sure there are now. And I'm sure even if, I mean, in the medical history in India, like, the that's, Eastern medicine and stuff like that was around a lot longer than Western medicine. So I'm sure there was very knowledgeable women that would have taken care of that back in India. (laughs) So Sir Henry and Bertie go to talk to Muhammad. And they're like, hey, we know that you're miserable. We can tell. We know. We're not doing anything about it unless you want to help us out. We're not going to let you go home. We'll even give you a modest pension if you will dish the dirt on Abdul. And he's like, um, you want me to tell you shit about Abdul? He's like, how about um, you guys are awful and <laughs> and you're all quaking in your boots over a servant from India. And I hope he brings you down. Because yeah, Bertie's like... Bertie's like, we are not quaking in our boots. We are the most powerful country in the world at the height of our power. And he said, the only way to go is down. (laughs) And I hope he brings you down. And Bertie says, I will make sure you die here. (laughs) And he did. But Uh, I'm pretty sure Muhammad thought he was going to die there anyways. Yeah. But at this point, he's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Nah. He probably has pneumonia or something. Yeah. Whether I'm pleased with Abdul or not, I am certainly not helping you. <laughs> so um, the queen finds them and asks Dr. Reed, what's going on with Mrs. Kareem? She, what, I thought I sent you to help them with their fertility issues, and I hear that nothing's been done. And he's like, well, I couldn't make a judgment due for religious reasons. I couldn't complete my examination. And he, she's like, well, did you examine the moon she? And he's like, Nope. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. And she's like, well, do it. So he does. He's not happy about it. He did not study for all those years to look at strange dicks, but uh, he does. Actually, I think maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that Abdul has the clap. <laughs> and... I don't know how long this time is because now they have put together the dossier about his, his, his familial history. So they got word back from India from Sir Henry's son and he's done some digging. So it's been a while. And uh, they put together the dossier. He is not from a noble line or a line of teachers and he never even went to school. He's a lowly clerk in a jail and a commoner. And the queen is like... They do things differently there. Of course he's not going to have qualifications that you like. They try to convince her that he is using her for his own gain. And she's like, how does that make them different from any of you? Point to the queen. (laughs) So, um, 
I'm sorry. I lost my spot for a second. So he is brought back into the room, and she makes them all repeat after her, I will be courteous to the moon she. <laughs> and they reluctantly do. And she's like, as a matter of fact, I can see that things are not working out. He is not getting the recognition he deserves in this household. No one's treating him properly. I'm going to have to make him a knight so that you guys will treat him as he should be treated. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Yeah, that's what I'm like, okay, that's, that, that's enough. <laughs> so the doctor kind of loses his shit. <laughs> and, she's like, and he's like, this man is riddled with gonorrhea. This has to stop. Enough is enough. And she's like, gonorrhea? Well, you're a doctor. Fucking treat him. <laughs> I don't know if he, she does or not, or if, if he ever does or not. But the household has had enough. They are going to put an end to this. They're the ones making every, sure everything runs as it should, and they're going to leave if she doesn't put an end to this nonsense. And they send Miss Phipps to tell her. Which is not fair because she doesn't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, she's the one who's been kind of enjoying it. She's like quaking in her boots like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. She's that Lady this. Churchill because she's the... She's mo- the instigator. She's yeah. the most vocal about it other than the our core group of men, the doctor mm-hmm, and yeah. Birdie. It's really the doctor, the Birdie, and her, the Birdie. And Birdie <laughs> isn't really... The bird. The birdie. Birdie, her son. Birdie isn't really part of the household either. Birdie is the prince. Yeah. Prince Birdie. No, he's the crown prince. Right. Rather important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anywho, the queen is like, oh no. <laughs> this is treason. And, and she's like, oh fuck. And she leaves. So next, Birdie, Dr. Reed, and Sir Henry come in to tell her that if she doesn't change her mind about this knighthood scheme, they're going to have her declared insane. The doctor's already signed the papers, and they're going to make this happen. Which, in what I read, her uncle had been declared insane and removed from um, his reign. So she knows that they can do this. But her, un- her uncle, mm-hmm. but, but taking out his position, I don't know what his position was. What was his position? Mm. Like she ended up queen because there were no legitimate children in the family. Like, she was... Oh, he was. He should have been. King. She was further in succession to the crown than yeah, like was. she wasn't really the king's daughter. The uncle was the king. He was. Um, was that Prinny? I don't know. I I looked it up, but I don't remember. It's okay. I'm, but I, I have this. Uh, you go to this YouTube channel called Useful Charts. <laughs> <laughs> look up the uh, lineage of the royal family, which is it's, there it's were some removals. Because a lot of them, when he has like a big one. They all intertwined. <laughs> yeah. But there were a lot of deaths of children, and that led to her. Mm-hmm. Because up the until, uh, I don't know if it's just recently, but in England, it hit the oh, oldest no. male living relative is, is the next king. They've yeah. changed that to where it's the next living heir, so now it can be a woman. So they control well, no. it a little bit well, more. Well, <laughs> George, it was George's brother, because George was the one that is, was pretty. Mm-hmm. So he was George, so it would have been his brother. Like, the only reason why I. Um, current queen Elizabeth is queen is because the king abdicated his throne so he can go be with some other woman and he was a Nazi but well so that, she's that was like, here nor there yeah. <laughs> so she's like here's the thing I've been queen for however many years however many days I have done this many bits of legislation I have done this and this 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 and this I am terrible I have <laughs> I have an, a terrible relationship with power I'm not wonderful I am 
fat. I am like she's morbidly obese. Apparently, she has health problems. She's I think deaf they have in some one ear. On Judy Dench because she's not that big. Yeah, she's not. No, but. The queen had health problems, so she's like, look, I'm not perfect, but I am not insane. And I tell you what, if you guys want to leave, I'll let you. But you're going to fucking do it to my face. And she goes, but I won't knight him. But she gives him the... Well, she she doesn't tell him that She calls the whole household to the... Durbar room. Yeah, the (laughs) Durbar room. And she's like, look, I know that you guys are pissed and you don't like what I'm doing here. And that's all fine and good. And if you want to resign, I'll let you. And I won't even kill you for treason. <laughs> I don't think she was going to kill them well, for treason. Well, she says but no, she, unfortunate. She can't kill them anymore. Like, if this was 100 years earlier, she could just start bumping them off. But oh, Treason might still have the death penalty in England. This isn't really fucking treason. But you're going to do it to my face. And if you want to resign, step forward. And nobody does. <laughs> And she's like, all right, then. I see. So also, just so you know, I'm not going to make him a knight, but I will make him a commander of the Royal Victorian Order as a special token of my personal esteem, which is kind of knighthood. <laughs> which I thought was Benedict Cumberbatch was more than a knighthood. I don't no, know. It's, it's a little less. It's, mm. it's like we're thinking about making you a knight, probably. Because mm. so. ben- Benedict got it after... Star Trek 2 I saw oh. he was the last person I saw that got it I'm sure other people have funnily enough uh, which is a word uh, <laughs> okay um, Iz- Izzard hasn't gotten one and they think it's because he's gay oh hmm. interesting. interesting he hasn't gotten a, a knighthood and everybody's now, like make him a knight before he dies not he's getting older some knighthoods can be passed to your children is that one that can be passed I don't know because don't. well some there's different levels of knight yeah right, right. Mm-hmm. And some of them can be passed, some of them can't. Right. I wonder if that one can. The Commonwealth thing? The commander of the I imagine not. Royal Victorian no. Order? But I don't know. You never it, know. Because if it's slightly less than a knight, probably not. But you, yeah, who knows how yeah, yeah. those things yeah. work. And there's no way to find out. So. <laughs> Maybe that's like a squire. Because that used to be a thing. Yeah. It's not. I don't know if it still is. I mean, I'm sure there's still country squires out there. I don't know. Right us. Nobody she goes carries out into a the hall. Cumberbatch sword around. Head held high. I if I was knighted by the queen, I would walk around like a fucking knight. And then she faints. I'd have a horse. Yeah. And Abdul's servant boy runs up yelling for Dr. Reed. He must come now. It's, it's Mr. Muhammad. But Everybody the queen has fainted, so nobody gives a flying fuck what you think, little boy. <laughs> Which is. If you look in the background, because I did, someone, uh, a woman, I don't know who it was, but a woman goes with the boy. To see Mr. Uh, Muhammad. Yeah. Well, he passed away because we cut to his funeral. And And they're playing dust in the wind. And (laughs) someone yells, you're my boy, Muhammad. After the funeral, the queen (laughs) tells Abdul that it's probably time that he went back to India. And he's like, but why? This is my home now. And she's like, look, I'm selfish and I'm sick and I'm not going to be around for much longer. And I can't protect you when I'm gone. They are going to ruin your life when I'm gone. They might ruin it while I'm here. The vultures are already circling, and it's not going to be pretty when I'm gone. Get your ass to Moss. And he says, I'm not going anywhere. I will stay by your side until the end. And then we watch her health decline. So on her deathbed, five kids to feed. (laughs) She asks for Abdul to be brought in, and she wants to talk to him alone. Alone, alone. 
and she tells ooh, I keep doing that she tells him that she's scared that when she was younger she wished for death and now that she's older and death is here she's clinging to life and he basically talks her through accepting that she's going to be in a better place well who wants to live forever when love must die uh, Tony does <laughs> So they say their goodbyes to one another, and Dr. Reed squeezes his shoulder and says, we should let her sleep now. He goes out, everybody else comes back in, and then we watch her little, whatever it is, water thingy, when she takes her last breath. It's an IV. Is that an IV? It's an IV. They're feeding her. They didn't have plastic bags, so they used glass bottles. (laughs) Then she dies and fades away, and the robes fall apart, yeah. Becomes a force ghost. No. Huh? No. <laughs> Why do you think everybody watching becomes a lot of Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think everybody gets to become a force ghost? I thought ghost? everyone gets to be He's a force ghost now. very Star Warsian right uh, now. <laughs> he did go see last, um, no, Rise of the Skywalker, uh, which we won't talk about that on the podcast, but. Dog trash. Right. <laughs> you haven't seen it. How do you know it's dog trash? So, Just, curious. Do you know who the, who the Skywalker is that rises? Yes. Do you know how that person becomes the Skywalker? Yes, I read spoilers because I don't really don't care and I have no reason to see that. All right, so back to this movie. She has passed away, Abdul weeps, and the announcement is made outside of the castle. And the queen uh, is dead. Long live the king. He is allowed a viewing of the queen before she's buried. He kisses her feet again, and then Bertie sends men to clear out the cottage. One might like, say clear out the cottage, other might say fucking invade. <laughs> yeah, they were really forceful. I mean, like they could have knocked on the door and said, get I thought they shit. were going to hurt his wife for a second there. Yeah. I thought they were all going to get executed. Con- yeah. I was concerned for Mrs. Kareem and her mother. Yeah. I really thought they were they all going to get They are manhandling them. Yeah. Get out of this house. Um, they burn everything that ties him to the queen. Birdie's, Birdie's like, I want it all burned, and I want you guys out of here now. And they burn it right in front of the fucking place, like in yeah. the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tries to save some of the letters. He tries to grab them from the fire. Nope, nope. But his wife, I guess, was wearing the locket the queen gave him because she managed to save that. And they don't... My the one thing that they have that saved? The one the thing they don't do is they don't, like, <laughs> unveil her... And I thought for sure they would, they would but no, they didn't. No. I think the, the um, repercussions for something like that on TV would have been terrible. No, but... They might have actually done that, but they wouldn't do that in the movie because people would lose their shit. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It'd be interesting to see what they really did. It's probably... If it's just because like I would wonder if they would have searched her for jewelry. Because, oh. I mean, at the same time, they, they could have... You know, it's better for the movie this way, but they could have just walked in, hey, go. You yeah, know, you know so. she's dead. You know we're going to kill you if you don't leave. Yeah. Get your shit. Roll. Right. No hard feelings. Fuck out. No hard feelings. You know? <laughs> Take all your shit and roll. No hard feelings. <laughs> no. Here, leave here's all your hat. What's your hurry? Leave all your leave shit. Leave all your shit. Take well, the clothes on your back and get the fuck out of my house. Is. Right. Yeah. We got you a nice little chariot yeah. or whatever the fuck they're going to go in. And, yeah. Or st- hey, get the walk. I mean, it could have gone a million different ways. From what and, and for I all we read. know, that could be what happened. But for the dramatic effect, yeah. they did it for the movie. Yeah, they could have just said, go. Because right. they all went back to India. Yeah. yeah. And from what I read, she, before she died, had arranged for him to have a plot of land. Because she knew they were going to send him back. And she wanted him to be taken care of. So basically, he got an estate. In yeah. India? Because what you do in is... India. Yeah. 
What you do is you move your your wife and her mom out as soon as she starts coughing. <laughs> and then you stay. You're like, look, I'll stay with you because, you know, we're all yeah. waiting for you to become a force ghost. But my <laughs> wife and her mom are the fuck out. And the yeah. servant boy. And servant boy. And because I'll be on the next train to Clarksville. Well, at this know? point, the servant boy is probably a servant man. And that's, that's who helps. Helps. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't age this whole movie. That's suspect. <laughs> So. But, you ever see a beautiful mind? But I'm like sure that. Like, how you know it's not real. You Never probably ages. don't send yeah. your wife off by herself, but maybe you're this servant mm. boy who Elaine wondered the whole time, is that your kid? I thought that <laughs> Apparently too, not. Yeah. <laughs> they don't tell us. Yeah. But oh. so anyway, they go back to India in 1901. We see Abdul later go to greet a statue of the queen in the park. He kisses now, her feet. Was that the actual queen? Like actual That's what she actually looked like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was that the actual queen? Because that was not Judy Dench. Yeah, no, but that was what the queen actually looked like. But they tried to put that statue up so they could film that scene, and there were protests, and they had to leave. <laughs> there were protests. There were little, yeah, little well, because they that. tore the statue down when they. No shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so they ended up having to take what they could get before they were forced out. And recreate the rest and in CGI. England. Yeah, with CGI. <laughs> so, anyway, Abdul... Which, to be honest, they probably should have done that anyway. Yeah, yeah they really. should have not even fucking bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Abdul passed away eight years after coming home in 1909. So he definitely not, not last as long Did as they the say queen. how old he was? <laughs> no. He was in his 40s. Hmm. Oh, uh, he was in his 20s when he first went. And he was in his 40s when he, when he died. died. He was like 46, I this think, when he died. <laughs> But had a gold I'm wondering yeah. if the doctor never treated him for that gonorrhea. Did <laughs> yeah. gonorrhea kill you? Yeah. I mean, if it's untreated. Well. I don't really know much about gonorrhea because I don't have it, so I didn't pay that much attention. <laughs> and if you but do, the, you'll be single. The articles yeah, I read because you did gave not me gonorrhea. <laughs> I never saw any indication that he had any children ever, and he died very young. So, I don't know. Could have been something else. I don't know. If I found out my husband Maybe had gonorrhea, why. I'd never sleep Could have been the measles for all we know. that's why he didn't have kids. Could have been pneumonia. Like, You're not fucking me with that dirty dick. <laughs> I mean, it's the early 1900s. Um, I'm not sure what medicine was like in India, but anything can kill you. Yeah, so, could have been anything. Back could have been then, cancer. Could have been the big casino. India gained its independence in 1947, and Abdul's private journals were discovered in 2010, and that is when were discovered. Which they means wrote somebody the book. Gonorrhea, if left untreated, can cause infertility. Infer- oh, there you go. That's why but you never death? have children. Well, no, it can spread into your blood, <laughs> your joints, and can cause death. Of course, it can kill you. But one of the first looked, things that'll do. I is- thought it was odd because while we saw Judy Dench age through the movie, even though they didn't mm-hmm. express the timeline well enough for me, um, we didn't see him age a whole lot. Like his beard got a little thicker, and he maybe got a little. He aged at, at the end. end. At the but end. At the end, it looked like it had been twenty years, and yeah. he only survived eight more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's- the timeline was so weird in this. It was a bit odd. So, anyway, the end. What did you think, Jack? Oh, good. <laughs> um, my favorite character is Muhammad. <laughs> because, way to tough it out, soldier. My least favorite character is a tie between Victoria and Abdul. Because uh-huh. the two of them are oblivious to the entire fucking world. And fuck you both. Okay. Your Royal Highness. <laughs> or, actually, no, she'd be your majesty. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? She'd be um, empress of- Empress of India, yeah, depending on where you're standing. Um, my favorite line is, I did not study in Cambridge, so I could look at Indian dicks. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is any time 
that they're all looking that the people around the queen are all looking at her like she's fucking crazy when she's giving <laughs> things to Abdul. Like, what? <laughs> um, my favorite tertiary object is Kaiser Wilhelm because he's the guy that started World War One. And he's present when she passes away. Because they're related. He's her grandson. Right. Um, and you know what? He's a rather significant historical character or person. He's not a character. Mm-hmm. He's a person. He's an actual person. <laughs> and they kind of like brush him off like, that's a big deal. He's just fucking standing around. Mm-hmm. And that's everything, right? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, because Wilhelm's your object. Right. Um. And I'm going to... I was going to name this, Carly. I really was. <laughs> and I'm still going to. That's fine. <laughs> because uh, I just... I didn't I really... I expected nothing less. <laughs> uh, I didn't enjoy the story. I thought the actors did a really good job. Um, especially Abdul and uh, Victoria. I think they did a real... They, it's like, hmm, not bad. But the story was trash and... The timeline to me fucking threw me off. I'm like, was this like a week? Oh, this was 14 years. Yep. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, that was a shocking revolution right yeah. there. So, yeah, no good. All right, Elaine, what do you think? Okay, my favorite character is Muhammad. My, <laughs> my least favorite character is Lady <laughs> Churchill. I call um, Muhammad. <laughs> my favorite scene is the presentation of the jellies. Because <laughs> it's just, because I kept expecting him to do something crazy, and he did. I thought Plus, maybe I like Jello. I thought maybe one of the jellies was gonna splat off of the The Jello's not made um, of ground up bones. My favorite line is Peter would go nuts. When the doctor says it's imperative that the royal colon receives some roughage. <laughs> that was the first time I laughed and it was really funny. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the um, Scottish outfits that they make oh, for them because yes. they're ridiculous. And they still go to turban in tartan. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. Um, so I'm going to maybe this movie. I enjoyed lots of it. She laughed a lot. But not because I was enjoying the story of Victoria and Abdul. I was enjoying the outrage of the household. Mm-hmm. I work retail. People do this shit and you get so angry and you just have to suck it up and take and just take their bullshit all day long. And that's what these people were doing. They were <laughs> sucking it up and taking Victoria's bullshit and it was very amusing to me. So I laughed a lot and I enjoyed the way they were acting cuz it just I empathized with them so much. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually like I don't really care about Queen Victoria and I didn't care about her relationship with her Munchi. Even though, so it's a good movie, and if you like period dramas, and if you're interested in history, in you know, based on a true story history kind of films, you got these finger quotes for that. Well, they can't see my fingers; <laughs> they can hear it in my voice. Um, then you should watch this because it's a well-made movie. But I don't think I'd want to watch it again, so I give it a maybe. All right, what do you think, Tony Tones? Uh, my favorite character is a tie between Queen Victoria. Because Judy Dench is always awesome, and Muhammad, because <laughs> Muhammad's awesome. He's great. When he when they wow, had him free from Muhammad, when they had him Muhammad. locked in that room, and they're basically like, "Look, we'll give you whatever you want. Just roll on your friend." And he was like, "Look, fuck you." I was like, "Damn!" Like he's not I even really that's my he friend. My favorite I've been pissed at him this whole goddamn time, but I'm not helping like, he you. Needs to do a mic drop moment. Like, <laughs> he, suffered, like, he suffered the whole time, got shit on the whole time, even by his buddy, and he was dying. And he's like, still, no, fuck you. And then nobody ever asked him if he had a wife. Yeah. yeah we have no That's idea. Because Queen Victoria didn't give a fuck about it. I'm just saying. 
least favorite character is Bernie, even though I love Eddie Izzard. My favorite scene is the when they go get tea in Scotland and it's fucking pouring ass rain. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, my favorite line is the long line, but it's when she says what you were paraphrasing. She says, I'm 81 years of age. I've had nine children and 42 grandchildren. And I have almost a billion citizens. I have rheumatism, a collapsed uterus. I'm morbidly obese and deaf in one ear. I've known 11 prime ministers and passed 2,347 pieces of legislation. I've been in office 62 years, 234 days. Thus, I am the longest-serving monarch in world history. I'm responsible for 5,000 for five households and a staff of over 3,000. I'm cantankerous, boring, greedy, fat, ill-tempered, and at times selfish and myoptic, both metaphorically and literally. I'm perhaps disagreeably attached to power and should not have smashed the emperor of Russia's egg, but I'm anything but insane. If this household wishes to disobey me, so be it. Let them do it to my face. I will see everyone in the Dunbar room at once. I that was <laughs> She's the second longest reigning monarch. Yep. That's no. a good run. Queen mom. The queen mom. My favorite uh, tertiary object is in, this is a me thing, but you'll see it in one like little second, is uh, Globulus Krieger. Uh, when you see her sitting on the throne in her Santa Claus outfit, mm-hmm. she has the this, this, this scepter. She mm-hmm. has the, it's the Globulus Krieger. It's basically, looks like the holy hand grenade of Antioch, but it's a ball. <laughs> it's a ball with a cross on the it. The holy hand grenade. <laughs> you ever seen that from uh, Monty Python? No. Real? John hates Monty Python. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I know what you're talking it's, about. It's basically yeah. a gold orb. It's supposed to re- represent the uh, world, and then she is one of the religious leaders of the world, so she has the cross on it mm-hmm. at the top, and it carries. And there's one for each different king and queen. And I love the story about how she became, her family became the, the leader of their um, religion, mm-hmm. because... Henry VIII was like, yeah, fuck yeah. you, Pope. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of this bitch. It's <laughs> like, I run this shit now. And everybody yeah. was like, sure. Anglican Church. How they were you? like, hey, you're all under me now. And like, well, what if we don't? Then you're dead. Let's go. <laughs> I'll yay this movie. I liked it. Wow. Um, I don't care about true history stuff because I've never yeah. seen any true history. Every time I look something up, it's bullshit. <laughs> so I don't really care about all that. But, well, uh, true history is really a matter of opinion. No, exactly. No, the facts you learn today will change three years from now when they discover somebody else's journals. Very true. That's true. But mm-hmm. but I liked it. If you if you want to see a, a fun little movie, watch it. If this stuff doesn't appeal to you, then skip it. Watch uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Remember what Elaine said. If it's on, you must watch it as the mummy. Oh, okay. I said if it's on, you should give it a shot. And we haven't watched it again since. That's because it's never it on. on. We don't have TV. And we never well, I learned to cast you on TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're like, what's oh, happening? Tony, hey, is that Tom Cruise in there? <laughs> so, my favorite character, I'm with Tony. I have a tie between Muhammad and Victoria. Wait a minute, Muhammad was everybody's favorite character. Yeah, he was awesome. Yep. <laughs> I'm with Elaine with my least favorite character with Lady Churchill. Fuck her. She is sowing some disquiet behind the scenes, but she's not willing to step up. That's fucking annoying. She's leading the revolt. But then she's like, you, you go tell her. You go tell her. I'm not going to do it. I don't, I can't, I can't let her know I'm behind this. My favorite scene is basically from when they send Miss Phipps in to when she says, oh, that's so terrible, though. I'm not going to make him a knight. I'm going to make him a commander of the royal order. Mm-hmm. So that whole, like, everybody's trying to go against her. And she's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> My favorite line is when he says that hospitality is so great. And what's his is theirs when everybody comes to the cottage for tea. And Bertie says, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. 
And I put my favorite tertiary object was the clothes. Just mostly the clothes that they put those poor Indian servants in. <laughs> we don't wear the red sash anymore. Nah, don't worry about it. It looks more traditional. Yeah. More authentic. And you give authentic. this a... I'm going to give it a yay. I enjoy this movie. Um, so. Do you own this on Blu-ray? Because I'm shopping for your Christmas no. gift next no. year. <laughs> I do not. So I found this Batman singing Gilbert and Sullivan. That's who it is. Uh, the song that she sings for them. The Batman TV show. Adam, Jesus. His name is Adam West. And Burt Ward. Dear little <laughs> I love Adam West. So while he sings this, please find us on Facebook.com slash the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Instagram at Movie Podcast Dogs, on Twitter at Movie Podcast. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. And this is our final podcast because how are we ever going to top this? <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell you how. Well, you can tune in next week on the podcast for our Elaine's pick. So I've been. Me and John had many discussions about what I should pick. And by discussions, I mean she'd be yelling at me. Ooh. <laughs> and finally, going through what will be what's currently free on Voodoo but disappearing at the end of the month, I have picked. You mean a couple of days? Yes. Oh. So we need to watch it. In a quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> I've picked Anaconda. Hmm. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> Which is. Many could qualify for many of our genres on this podcast, but is a favorite type of movie for me. It's maybe all of them. The uh, <laughs> I yeah. remember the romance part of it. Well, the well, the snake. A, but it is definitely dramatic <laughs> and it's horror got, and action. It's got John Boyd in it. Yeah, so there's horror. But I love creep like abnormally sized creature movies. Oh yeah, me too. Like Lake Placid. Lake Placid yeah, <sighs> such a good one. And Anaconda. Is really good and my Anaconda don't want none. John hates Lake Placid. <laughs> you hate Lake Placid. I like Oliver Platt. That's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's the best part of that movie, though. Oh. He's in it. We maybe will do it on the podcast, but now we're going to do Anaconda. What? All right. Should we maybe turn it off? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Sorry, the song was short, but I had it's to do it once I found Batman singing. <laughs>